0: I'm Allie, and welcome everyone to All Things Psychology. Thank you so much for tuning in. In this podcast, we're going to dive deep into the topic of psychology. We will discuss its history and how it evolved into the discipline we know today. We will cover famous pioneers of psychology and their contributions to the field, as well as major topics in modern psychology and contemporary research. If you're interested in getting a better understanding of what psychology is and does and how it came to be, then stay tuned. As Herman Ebbinghaus wrote in 1908, psychology has a long past but only a short history. Albeit confusing, the meaning behind this famous sentence is actually quite simple. Humans have pondered over psychological questions since the dawn of time. Scientific and academic research in the field, however, began not even 150 years ago. This makes psychology one of the youngest scientific disciplines existing today. My belief is, to really know something means to know its history. So to really get a deep understanding of the field of psychology today, I believe you should know where its roots lie and how it evolved over the eons in a context of societal, political, And cultural changes on a globe. The field of psychology actually developed out of ancient and not so ancient philosophical thoughts before it emerged as a discipline in its own right. Unfortunately, in Western schools and university, most of the time only ancient Greek philosophers, aka Western philosophers like Plato and Aristotle, are taught when it comes to the history of philosophy and psychology. With this podcast, I like to be more inclusive and try to incorporate a variety of cultures and ideas that help shape the world. As for this second episode, I'm going to give you a quick overview over shamanistic traditions and ancient Egyptian philosophy. Today's episode is a short one because there's not that much to say, but let's dive right into it. begin our journey with the perhaps earliest psychological thoughts, shamanistic traditions. Shamanistic traditions are thought to have evolved during the Upper Paleolithic era, between 50,000 and 10,000 years ago, and can still be found today. Shamanistic cultures and traditions normally select a member of a group to take on the role of a shaman. A shaman mediates between the natural world and a spirit world, often through altered states of consciousness. Those states are achieved through, for example, singing, chanting, drumming, meditation or through the ingestion of mind-altering substances. Shamanistic traditions are therefore familiar with the concept that the mind and consciousness can drastically change and have different sides to it. They also understand that people themselves can change during their lifetimes and that gender identity and sexual identity is fluid. In shamanistic traditions, the natural world is seen as sacred, and humans should live in harmony with it. Practitioners of shamanism were probably the first people to explore the human mind and consciousness. That's why we started with them. However, scholars of ancient civilizations were the ones to document their knowledge in written form, and therefore laid a foundation for psychology as we know it today. Contrary to common belief, ancient Egyptians did have some kind of philosophy. It's true, there are as good as no written records of philosophical discourse of ancient Egyptians, but there are some. Ta Hotep, for example, lived during the late 25th century BC and early 24th century BC. He was a moral philosopher who wrote his book The Wisdom when he was 110 years old. He was probably the world's very first philosopher and possibly even the oldest. He's also considered to have written the world's very first book called The Maxims of Ptahotep. How incredible is this? The instructions of Ptahotep address various virtues that are necessary to live a good life, and how to live accordingly to the goddess Maat, who was an important part of the Egyptian culture. In his book, he wrote about a number of topics derived from the central concepts of Egyptian wisdom and literature, which comes from Maat. She was the daughter of the primordial man and symbolized both cosmic order and social harmony. Diotep's instructions were written as advice to his people, hoping to maintain this said social order. He wrote astute advice on topics ranging from table manners on proper behavior for success at court to practical tips for the husband and how to preserve his wife's beauty. Tao Teb also wrote other social instructions on how to avoid quarrelsome people and cultivate self-control. As you can see, Tao Teb already had some ideas about the human psyche and how to succeed in this world. Egyptians were probably the first people to develop a theory of personality. They had the idea of a polypsychic model of self. Their psychological beliefs were built on their polytheistic religious beliefs. They thought that the self consists of five interconnected parts. The Ren, Ma, shut, Ka and Ib. The Ren was a name someone was given at birth. It was thought to have a life of its own and was considered a very important part of a person. When used in religious rituals or written on the tomb, the ren could even be used to keep a person alive after their death. The ba was a part of the self that encompassed a person's apparent personality. It is the part that is closest to the modern Western idea of the soul. It makes a person unique and lives on after the body's death. The shut, on the other hand, was a person's shadow, which contained a hidden part of their personality. The Ka was a person's life essence or energy, which indicated a person's death when it left a body. It could be reanimated into a spirit body after death and was thought to be sustained through food and drink. The Ib referred to the heart, which was thought of as the emotional and cognitive center. The Ib was weighed by the god of death, Anubis, after the body died and you would either be allowed to live on in the afterlife or, be destroyed and consumed by another god called Amit. All these parts sometimes were at odds with each other and therefore explained a person's internal conflicts. This concludes the second episode of All Things Psychology where we covered psychology of shamanistic traditions in ancient Egypt. If you liked this episode, it would mean a lot to me if you left a review and subscribed to never miss an episode. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at allthingspsychology_podcast underscore podcast to join in on the conversation and get some accompanying material to each episode. Thank you so much for listening. Stay curious, stay healthy, and see you next time. Bye!